Hello, yes. everybody. Welcome to another episode of Watch Time, where we discuss headlines, we discuss ideas, trends, trends, anything that comes up on our plate, and things that hopefully you find interesting. We're going to be discussing the ten predictions by one of the Forbes journalists about how the world is going to change due to this COVID nineteen pandemic. So, has the lockdown permanently changed the behaviour of? You at home and other people out there. What what do you think in general for us? Has it changed? Do you think you're going to change your behaviour after this lockdown ends? Yes, I'm more conscious. I'm more conscious about flying to places. So getting on a plane and going somewhere on holiday. I'd actually much rather drive to Cornwall now. I I, don't, I just. There's something you were kind of anti-planes anyway. Though. Yeah, it's created more. I don't know if it's anxiety or what, but it's just created. I mean, obviously, I want to go to Poland to see my family, but I just feel like I'll be perfectly happy going to Cornwall. Actually, I'm very happy in my garden. Yeah, just, and just put a hot tub in there. Actually, I don't, want, I don't want to go anywhere. When England's got weather like this, like yeah. today, then it's wonderful. You don't really need to go abroad, at least for no. some, anyway. No. Well, how about you? Yeah, I think it's I think it's changed things from a business perspective. I'm absolutely sure that our business, Mint Twist, will be video conferencing much yeah. more than we ever were before. It's it's actually very effective. Yeah. Um, I think there are benefits to meeting in person, but video conferencing will be on on the app. I, I like having you more at home, definitely. Well, I like be, being at home. Yeah, so that's a good. I do, and I think actually, you know what? For me, it was a trend that was in play anyway. People getting the whole work life home life, work life balance mm. thing. And I think that will be more on people's minds. Well, let's go through the 10 predictions. Okay. Number one, shift of power away from America towards Asia, specifically China. Do you agree? I agree in the sense that it's been a long-term trend that was, that was happening anyway. Um, I remember hearing this, lots of politicians talking, you know, largely and boldly about this 15 years ago. Um, the U.S. is still the largest economy in the world. It's probably still the most powerful country in the world. But that economy is going to take a battering because it's not going to recover as quickly as the Asian countries, specifically China. So we don't know how that balance is going to shift. But according to the prediction, away from the U.S. China's economy is, is catching up, there's no doubt. But I wonder if consumerism is going to reduce a little bit. I wonder if we're going to be buying less stuff and spending mm. more on experiences and that might not benefit the Chinese economy I don't know well I tell you with the lockdown and how important it is to have a nice place where you're staying if you're going to be trapped somewhere at least make the most of it it makes you want to invest in your own home if anything and not on things further point. afield I don't invest know. in your local economy but we're going off piece here we're going off piece so number two Prediction, a highly automated production infrastructure that will save energy, lower production costs and improve quality, resulting in a reduction of human working hours. Better health. Do you agree with this? Rise of the robots. Yeah, rise of the robots. Again, I think it's a trend that was happening anyway, anyway. and it's one that probably needs to be managed because there's, there's risks there as well as benefits. Especially robots that can come in and work on someone who's infected with a disease that can potentially, you know, kill you if you try and help that person. So if you have a robot to come in and do what it can and, you know, 
You're talking about healthcare robots. Healthcare robots too. I'm pretty sure, you know, if you're going to have something that's a worse version, like an Ebola, you know, an Ebola type thing that's as contagious as COVID, then you would want to be able to send a robot in that can do the necessities and then... I believe know, in Japan they have robots that work uh, looking after the elder, elderly in people's homes. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. Which is... Right, and on that note, an increase in confidence in technology. So all of us believing in the power of technology, trusting technology more, technical performances, online payments, forcing us to change and adopt technology. I think that's spot on. Yeah, I think so as well. I think I think it's it's uh, our reliance on technology has been there for a while, but the fact that we've we're we're forced to rely on it more than probably ever before yeah, and it's kind of working Zoom. i mean just look at your linkedin stream and see everyone hi guys i just want well not guys that's youtube <laughs> or that oh hello i just want to explain the five things that you can do to improve your sales da, da, da. and you can tell how nervous everyone is putting themselves out there but they kind of have to i think companies yeah. generally are, are diving all over digital marketing and communications yeah. more than ever yeah Long-term decrease in business travel due to the emergence of video conferencing tools, which is what we've just discussed. I mean, specifically things like the fashion shows and why would you travel all that way for a 20-minute show when you can really get that technology perfect and stream? Because business travel is a big percentage of global international travel. So that's good for the environment, but possibly bad for the airlines. Yes, and we, Virgin Atlantic, I know it's not on your list, but Virgin Atlantic, we're in the news in the UK because Richard Branson is asking for the UK government bailout. Oh, he's getting slaughtered <laughs> on Twitter. He is getting slaughtered because you don't pay British taxes. How dare you ask the British taxpayer to bail you out? Yeah. Sort of fair enough, but then I love Virgin. Yeah, I it's do. a nice brand. He's, it's he's so a, nice. Seems like a nice guy, but yeah. Mm. Right. Number five, governments will introduce e-services throughout the region. Do you think we can rely on them? Well, this, this, That's the question. Yeah, this particular one is citing a lot of developing countries where they've been developing quite significantly over the last five to ten years their governmental e-services. And, and that's kind of true of the UK as well. There's a lot of things you can do online now. Yes. Passports, birth certificates, oh, there copies are. of. No, to be fair, there are. NHS appointments. Digit, um, I beg your pardon, GP appointments. We had our first yeah. video conference with a GP for one of our children the other day, didn't we? We did. It, it actually worked. Yeah. It was fine. It was a bit like, mm, can you really tell if you're not in person? But they did the job. So fair mm. play. It worked. Right. Number six, governments, business leaders, companies allocating more budget for investing in healthcare and healthcare products. Love that. I love it. Yeah. They should do. You're, you're obsessed with health, healthcare. Listen, all if you health, don't have your health, so. what do you have? Yeah, true. Nothing. True. Where are the PPE yeah. equipment stalls? Where are they? The interesting the thing for me will be, how does a, a country like the UK, where we've got essentially nationalised health service, how do they compare versus other countries where it's pri- predominantly private healthcare? Because when we talk about investment... I think there's two ways of looking at it. There's investing in mitigating pandemics and then there's investing in people's day-to-day care. I mean, if you're a taxpayer, you want to know that if something happens on this level, that you've put the money in the right pot and that your government is prepared. Which brings us to number seven. 
trust in local governments. I don't know if that applies to the UK. I think the trust in the government has been questionable. What mm. are your thoughts? I think from a PR perspective, the, the UK government's kind of had its ups and downs. Um, the public generally want to stick with the government, but I think questions will be asked about yeah, some of the decisions that were made. Yeah, I mean, on that note, I just find it quite disturbing when Boris Johnson was so ill, how many people were so mean to him online. I mean, there are trolls and then there are some evil, evil, like bad trolls. I mean, how can you cuss someone and be rude to someone to that extent when they're in a hospital, you know... In intensive care. In intensive care and you've got people, mm. like, honestly being so mean. And then Boris recovered, which is great for him. But when he recovered, then came another tsunami of even more... I mean, you, you kind Can't of say it's sort of valid. Well, I think... Point, I, I think Look, we, we've got um, a system I mean, in this so country where, where, you know, the government have to open themselves up to criticism from the general public. I mean, there's criticism um, and then there's, there's just a time and a place. rude and bad-mannered. And to anyone who does that sort of thing, don't. Because it's just... it's No, don't do it. Don't. You don't like trolls. I mean, I don't mind trolls. I don't mind someone having an opinion. But I don't like people being that rude that rude and disrespectful to your own government. I mean, you can state an opinion, but don't disrespect your own government that's looking after you. That's ridiculous. So I don't like it. No. Time in the place. Yeah. Right, let's talk about the social change that recognises the, the side of life that we might have been too busy to acknowledge before. I totally agree with this one. Yeah, and I think we were touching on this earlier, the, the whole work-life balance thing. I think post-lockdown... Yes, probably some of us will be quite keen to get out and about. I'm absolutely sure we will. But at the same time, we, we realise what's at home. And, and hopefully, for most of us, we'll realise that that's ultimately the most valuable thing. Yeah, instead of seeing people running off to catch the, the tube, you see, you know, the, the mums and dads with the children on bikes and walking together and walking their dogs and spending time together. It is... It is it is a side to it. Right. And the positive impact that this pandemic has had on our environment. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the interesting one. And it's NASA and the European Space Agency are both reporting significant drops of, of pollution over the, the sky. Yeah, nitrogen oxide. Yeah. Yeah, down to 1950s levels. Is, is, yeah, is one and a decline in carbon dioxide emissions. I mean, that's fabulous. Yeah. All the lives that will be saved from lung cancer and those sort of breathing-related illnesses, there mm. will be an effect. It's yeah. great. And also, we can hear the birds more, can't we? When we're we can. In the mornings. Distinct uptick. No road noise. Wildlife yeah. noise. And the last one. Education system will be transformed with schools closing and homeschooling programs starting to take effect. I know that there's some parents, specifically mums, because I see the WhatsApp feed, like literally the hair on their arms rising with fear that they're going to have to homeschool more. <laughs> but actually, there is a good side to homeschooling. And, you know, you, you see what they're doing. You have more control, your child. There's little errors that they make, you know, the full stop and this and that. You can iron it out quickly. And, well, there's homeschooling it's hard. It's hard. during a lockdown. And then there's homeschooling permanently. Yes, permanently. And this article seems to be indicating that the number of people being permanently ho homeschooled mm. will, will rise 
as a result of Our this. Our kids are going back to school. <laughs> as much as I, I love them. No. Yeah. I think it's it's one of those ones. It's each each to his or her own. Um, but yeah, I think for us, this this social benefits in 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 going to school. Oh, there's totally social benefits. You can't really recreate at home. Yeah, I normally love spending time just with you guys and that, but I'm sort of slightly missing other people. Never thought I'd admit that, but <laughs> sort of, slightly. So you're going to be less of a hermit. Well, there's another silver lining. Maybe. Okay. Only a bit. Right. I still don't like germs, though. Chew, but There you go. That concludes our Watch Time episode. Thank Hope you very much. Hope you enjoyed it. Comment below if you want to race me. Yeah. 